0: All right, Mots, we are back. Episode 149 of the Rink Shrinks. What do you say? You ready to go? Let's go. This episode is brought to you by Bet Online. The last of the major pro sports leagues kicks off this week, and Bet Online is your top spot for all your NBA action this season. With MLB postseason, NFL, college football, and NHL in full swing. Bet Online is your number one source for wagering, news, odds, trends, and predictions. Get everything NBA at your fingertips with both desktop and mobile access for every sport anytime. Head on over to Bet Online today to get in on the action. Don't forget to use the promo code BELIEVE, that's B L E A V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online. Where the game starts. All right, Mots. Uh, we didn't talk about Halloween. What do we got on tap? I know a couple practices are canceled. Uh, before we get into the mailbag, I want to I want to talk about Halloween. We're, we're, we're recording early, so we haven't. You, I know you don't want to ruin your your. No, it's you know.
1: fine. No, because it's going to be out there. Uh, okay. After. Yeah, yeah. So I can tell you right now. All right. So I'm going to be Oscar the Grouch. Fitting. And um, yeah, <laughs> 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 so I went to like multiple uh, hardware stores, you know, the big box stores as well. And I couldn't find like a, a silver trash can. So I'm a little disappointed about that. But um, so the whole point is so it's like a onesie jumpsuit. OK. And, you know, you know, the hood comes over the top and it's the 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 trash can is like the top of the hat.
0: Yeah, the hood. Um, So, did you want like an actual
1: trash can? Yeah, because I'm going to get into it. So, the whole point uh, for me being this is uh, so at at work at Sunrise erectors, we have Andy Erickson and uh, you know, Johnny and his dad, uh, Jeff, have done an unbelievable job, and which is like so uncommon for these workplaces, but like they have a daycare for staff for Mm -hmm. employees. So, there's a bunch of kids there. You know, and it's very, very expensive. Let's just say, like, if you know the numbers, um, you know, for daycare, so anyway, it's oh, crazy money, yeah. But they walk by my office, like, from the daycare <laughs> upstairs to like this little play area.
0: Your and- office
1: is in the daycare, <laughs> 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 pretty much. <laughs> They're like, Yeah, yeah, this is yeah, your yeah, office. Well, man. I'll take a nap with them, I don't get 100%. Yeah, so I want. I want to scare them, but I also want to, like, so I'm going to have a candy. I'm, so I'm going to grab a trash barrel. It's yep. not the silver can, but who? I don't think any of these kids know about Sesame Street anymore. So really? I I'm not that was sure. still a thing. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe not. Uh, no, so anyway, see. I'm going to be in the trash can and I'm going to pop up and I'm going to be like wicked grouchy, but I like, give them candy.
0: Well, cookies. Aren't no, you the
1: that, cookie that's monster? the cookie monster, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. what did you say? I'm the Oscar the Grouch. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He comes out the trash I, I can. Getting, <laughs> I know. I was getting my
0: monsters confused. <laughs> my Sesame Street. Now I'm all jacked up.
1: Uh, so anyway, that's what I'm
0: gonna be um, tomorrow you know, <laughs> at the office. And I'm gonna scare some kids though. Some oh yes, kids no, scare them. yeah. Some kids aren't gonna want to come back to the daycare, but that's phenomenal. Yeah, so that's phenomenal. I'm pumped. What, <laughs> what about practices? I canceled. I canceled my 2011s. Good um, for Halloween night. They're still 12, right? Let them enjoy it. The 14 yep. team, uh, they're practicing. Good. I actually, yeah. I think that's pretty solid. Okay. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad. Yeah. No. Uh, I.
1: I. I think the 14s. Dude, I need
0: practiced. video of you in this. <laughs>
1: i i'll have uh one of the i'm estimated. texting
0: andy i'm texting andy in the morning and asking yeah yeah
1: for it. yeah No, oh, th- no absolutely like because like he gets into it he 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 loves like he's cultivated such a great environment uh overall within the company but um but he always had like scary music going and like when the daycare was just getting going yeah and and like he just you know everyone loves to see him and
0: are the yeah. little kids dressed up? Do they?
1: Do oh they no, dress the, up? no. So they come into the offices to trick or treat. So I think it might be in my office in a trash can, <laughs> and pop out and be like, God,
0: what do you want?"
1: <laughs> like I don't know. I I have to actually do some research on yeah. what uh, you gotta Oscar catch. Said. You,
0: I was gonna right. say you gotta brush up on your oscar the grouch
1: i know but like he was here already, i am
0: thinking um, I, I had you as a you combo of the cookie monster and oscar the grouch that tells you how out of touch i am yeah. really i got get some babysitting in for my uh, nieces and nephews
1: i know so what i'm saying is uh i think i just gotta stay in character he was always kind of a grouch obviously oscar the grouch but he always got like talked into being a better person so like these kids aren't going to talk me into being a better person so I'm just going to be I'm, I'm going to be kind of a dick the whole day <laughs>
0: Oh, that is phenomenal. Uh, I I can't wait to see some video on it. We'll have to get it up on our uh, social media channels because uh, that'll that'll be a good treat for everybody. (laughs) It really will be. It really will be. Uh, Franklin Sports is the official street hockey partner of the National Hockey League. Check out their line of official NHL street hockey games and training equipment at franklinsports.com today. What do you think about that, Oscar the Grouch? Ah, the best. I we mean, should have dressed up for this episode oh, and just would have looked at each other. <laughs> just like, no, that would have been great. Um, and you stayed in character the whole time. I'll stay in character and just
1: be, you know, a little salty the whole time. But um, I'm a little okay. salty right now, anyway. But
0: uh, yeah, so we'll just so we'll just pretend easy. like you you're, you're in a trash can right now.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm Mots the Grouch tonight.
0: Oh, that is phenomenal. All right, let's let's get into the mailbag here. Uh, Hey, Shrinks, it seems like there are so many ways to spend money on your kid to become a better player from private lessons, training camps, hockey academies, synthetic ice, power skating clinics, virtual reality programs, gym membership. The list goes on and on, clearly. Uh, With so many options out there, how do you choose what's best for your kid? We have determined, we have a determined 14 year old that wants to continue to be better, um, to better his individual skills as well as build his knowledge on how to play the game right as part of a team. Thank you for your insight. What do you think, Oscar? I, I'm just saying
1: that this is like pretty appropriate where like there is so much available out there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, If you rewind the script on what you experienced or what a lot of kids, you know, know, around your age, my age, we didn't have all this. No. So it's not about what you can afford and what you – it's not like keeping up with the Joneses and all this. It's about the drive on the individual. Yeah. So – If the drive on the individual, like he wants to know how to play the game right. I I think that's so cliche and like you have it in quotations, which is great. But I just think that playing unstructured as much as possible Mm -hmm. and then having some, say, very specific instruction is fine. But I don't know. I just think it's just about something that we didn't have, but we were better for it. Now you have to like try to like understand specific training is very important, like skill development. You can still do your skill development off ice without having to pay for it, right? So, I don't know. I, I think for me, so my insight on this is if you have a motivated hockey player at 14 years old, perfect, get him as strong as possible off the ice, yep, and then. Then you can
0: figure out, pick and choose what you want to do. I would say pick and choose. I I was going to touch on the uh, off-ice piece. I think that's very important, uh, especially at that 14-year-old age group. But then also, I I think I would add one other little wrinkle. Like, if you can pick and choose, like, I would focus on some video stuff. Like, watch. Watch different things. Like, watch – your games watch what you do like get a better understanding of who you are as a player and 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 things like that so i think you know it wasn't listed as part of those 400 different things right but like but the video doesn't lie the video doesn't lie so watch it uh i think part of that video can now you know you could take if you are doing some private lessons and say hey i really need to work on x or y right that'll help you overall so i would i would the off ice conditioning piece, I think, is you know get stronger. That's going to help you get faster uh, on the ice, and you know do some video, whatever. Pick your your lessons. There's a thousand of them out there, but it's not like when I read all these things, I like the first thing that popped in my mind is like if this person's doing like half of these things, how burnt out is that kid going to be in another couple years? Yeah, right. Like that comes to my mind. Does yours? Yeah, but like just like going back to like just the motivated
1: player, like internally, they're going to want to do more because like everyone's doing everything and like and you want to chase it here and there. Focus no. on what you want to do because right. like you're going to get better outside. If you do everything, you're not going to get better. No, too much. Yes. You work on your off ice, it's going to eventually translate to on ice, meaning like that strength and that power. You're going to work on the off ice, skill work like in the drive with Franklin sports, like, you know, it's like you're doing under the stick, like whatever it is, like shooting targets, you're going to get better on the ice. Yeah. So like you pick and choose and just kill those like spots. And then, you know, you you can figure it out from there, but like, you can't do everything. You can't do everything.
0: No, definitely not. Uh, Good answer. You got the next one here. Yep.
1: Um, Hello from Northern Colorado Eagles country. I have kind of a macro in micro question for you. noticed you typically, typically refer to your team as 2011s and not Peewees or U12s. Just kind of noticed that a lot of the Wyoming teams we play informally divide their teams by birth year and not just lump them into U16, U14, U12, etc. So I was wondering what the norm is in your part of the country and if you knew how that extrapolated nationwide that's this is a long one
0: you want to just answer this one first yeah you know
1: we'll answer this and then I'll keep going
0: okay uh, yes here in New England um, it's all it's it, it I shouldn't say it's all because if you're in basically a town program there's a lot of hockey out here if you're in a town program it's broken down by might square it's peewees you know might a might be so that's the double birth here so uh, if you're a pee wee this year, you would be a 2011 and a 2012 birth year. But for our league, the Eastern Hockey Federation, we do it by the birth year. So it's you know basically from first year mites all the way up. So 2016s would be, I think, 2016s or 17s would be. First year mites, and then it just goes up and up and up. So it's like mite minor, might major, squirt minor, squirt major. We don't use the the 12U. That only comes into play when they hit that U14 age group, like my 2009. He's a U14, and then it's 15, 16,
1: 18. No, I, I absolutely nailed it. Um, and I don't have to say anything else, (laughs) 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 which is kind of cool. So uh, there's a few uh, extra uh, questions here and, like, you know, chatting about it, which it kind of, like, just reinforces what you kind of said, B.Y., but um, if everyone else is grouping in your groups of two and then your league is basically a senior in a junior team, meaning, like, the first year, second year, Uh, team at each group uh what happens is the kids play together as a cohort for an extra year and they get their butts kicked the first uh but they are kings of the hill the second year developmentally there are pros and cons but the big con is that your team is going to suck every other year and this is like you know we can talk about this here Mm -hmm. and even their senior year or their second year they'll end up uh, ho- hoisting some trophies and banners only to realize they have to start over the next year as the juniors or the first years. So, okay. I I mean, like, I understand this is like a, a, a person that's new to um hockey, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, um, or maybe that's just I, I'm assuming that northern Colorado Eagles country doesn't have the, the a ton of teams, right? Yes,
1: there right. you go. So So they don't
0: have enough players to fill each individual birth year, right? Which
1: is fine. And, like, so then they go with that model. But I think that's very important to have that butt kicking or, like, that exposure as a younger player. But, like, who isn't to say that, you know, some of these younger kids can't be better than the older kids? Right. You know? It's, like, it's such an opportunity to, like, raise your level uh, to play because, you know, if you're the king of the hill the next year because you're – Playing as say younger kids yeah. l- l- why not be the younger guys and like you know upset the avocado a little bit and be like hey you know what we're gonna play everyone competitive because we are the young guys we're the underdogs and let's go i don't know I that's how i would look at it
0: yeah yeah no i agree yeah good stuff yeah let's move on to the next one um yeah perfect i mean i think we we, we pretty much summed that whole thing up um all right, this mailbag is also brought to you by TSR Hockey, located in tax-free Salem, New Hampshire, where you can stock up on all your equipment needs. Uh, TSR has it all, right? CCM, Bauer, you name it. They do everything in-house. Um, you can reach the team store, 603-912-5970. Ask for Mike or Dave. They'll hook you up. Uh, you can also visit their website, which you can really dial in and get everything uh tsrhockey.com for all your shopping needs the boys at tsr they know how to take care of us right
1: absolutely yeah it's coming uh down the stretch here i saw a bunch of sticks snap over the weekend on our uh oh yeah i mean like i mean there was one that i've never seen happen before but it snapped in three pieces it was weird pieces yeah so um i'm like hey Take a ride up to TSR Hockey or just check them out on TSRHockey.com, and they're going to, like, give you the good price. They're going to take care of you, whatever you need. And, again, like, my my kids need a couple things. So Dave and Mike will take care of you if you call them at 603-912-5970 or check out Brendan when you get in the area in Salem, New
0: Hampshire. All right, uh, gentlemen, look forward to the pod every week. Question, uh, what are the pathways for kids as they are navigating the hockey life? There seem to be so many different paths that kids are starting at an early high school age. It is confusing and sometimes overwhelming. As a parent of a 12-year-old AAA player who lives and breathes hockey here in New England, especially in the South Shore, there seem to be a million different options and everyone you talk to has a different idea of the best option. You like my little quotes there? Yeah. Um,
1: well, those intonation on your voice, that's great.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Prep school, U 16/18 split season teams, high school team with buddies, uh, NCAA, junior A. That stuff's a little further down the road. Um, Eligibility for something else here. I'm uh, not sure what that means. Signed, Muddy Waters Looking for Clarity. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it It sure as hell is tough to navigate, right? As we talked about earlier with all the different options and, you know, private lessons and strength and conditioning and all that stuff. But it, it it's tough, Mots. You want to dive into it a little bit?
1: Yeah, I just think the landscape has completely changed, you know, since – you know you and i experienced but like we've lived it with our kids right Right. so we're in it yeah we're in it so i will say um you don't have you just have to like make sure that you're in a good spot where your kid's having fun and playing because like i have a kid on my team this year that just kind of came out of no he was always a good player enough right he was always around but he like grew like Mm -hmm. four inches right so he's going to have it next year you know it's like the next thing you know like th- this is at 17 18 years old we're talking about a 12 year old group here but i think that you cannot overthink you have to be informed yeah you cannot overthink it and try to like place your your player your son or daughter into a position so that they have success just let them play just let them play right and, you know
0: yeah i think you, you you hit the nail on the head it's like just stay in the present educate yourself on all these different options um there are a lot of them between high schools and academies and you know and then like one option could be better for your kid than somebody else's right there's split season teams there's full season teams it really is it it's like it is difficult to navigate but when they get to that age group, like that, you know, 14, 15, 16, like have that conversation, try out for some different teams, visit different schools. If you're interested in going the prep school route, visit different academies, right? Like see if that might make sense to you, right? I have like different kids, whether it's they, hey, I'm going to take a visit and go down to Mount St. Charles, or I'm going to go up to BK up in Rochester or, or like whatever it is, right? Or it's, you know, hey, I'm looking at this prep school. I'm looking at at, at, at this Catholic school. Um, you know, we're here in New England, right? There's, there's so many different places to kind of go, and that's where things get crazy. But, you know, visit them all. Talk to, talk to people. Educate yourself. And then most of all, talk to your kid. Like, where is he? Where does he want to be? Is he just content with saying, like, hey – I want to go to Norwell High and play with my buddies, right? And I just made up Norwell, but, or what, you know, I was thinking of a social town, right? Um, or go to Duxbury High, right? Mots, like, like, like Ryan did his freshman year. This, and then maybe it's after that freshman year, oh, maybe it's look to the prep school route or you're talking to some coaches and you're getting some interest at these different places, right? So it's kind of it's challenging and you really have to just like each year just like, Look at things that it's it's you know the path has changed right like you you went four years there and then right to BC I was you know went from middle school hockey I'm sorry middle school I went to Catholic Memorial for two years and then I went to Cushing for two years and went right to UNH it's different now you know what I mean like we talked about it I think last week right with Ryan Shea like. He was a, a a good player, played three years at BC High, did a year in the USHL, and then went to Northeastern, right? And it's just like, you know, not rushing things, staying in the present, navigating it to your, to your best of a, your abilities.
1: Yeah, I, I absolutely agree with what you said. It's like you have this um, almost like too many options. Yeah. Right? Like there a, is.
0: I mean, that's a fact. There's way too many options. Out there. Yeah.
1: And, you know, <laughs> so as a parent, so uh, like I really appreciate, um, you know, muddy waters looking for clarity uh, <laughs> reaching out because it, it is it, it is tough. It, it's not easy. We're given our opinions on what to do and what not to do. But um, I just it's easier said than done sometimes, like just yep. to like, hey, you know what? Stay where you are, like, like like twelve years old. It's like right in this like little spot where, you know, everyone's like really reaching out to see what is the best spot. Yeah, the best option, right? Right. Yeah. Like, but what is the best option? Like, what what's best for your kid? Well, t- take a breath as a parent and just be like, hey, you know what? Yeah, I want him to get, get get him on on the top team. But like, if he's not there, I mean, like, you know, you have to evaluate too, like as a parent, like you know you don't want to chase the top team if he's not gonna if he's gonna sit on the bench you know third liner you know anyway i just there's a lot to digest there and yeah i thought you did a really good job of like chatting about that and i, I i'm just there's so many options and you have to be able to identify your say son or daughter's skill set and then make your appropriate decisions from there at this age at 12 years old right Right. If your 12-year-old is not providing those opportunities on their play. Yeah. Do you understand?
0: Yep. I gotcha. yeah. So. I gotcha. yeah. I got you. Yeah. I got you. I got you. All right. Is it my I turn? Get, I turn? I get this. Yeah, got this. All right. Yeah, I had muddy waters. The muddy muddy waters. waters.
1: Yeah, but yeah, I appreciate the uh, the shout-out there. So, hey, shranks, after 16 years of coaching, 32 years of playing, I finally reached a point where I'm stumped. I've coached at all levels, U10 U, uh, through U18, in high school varsity before having kids and now circling back to U10 to coach my own son's team. We're uh, a U10 two team in our organization and a very low a minor team in our league a mixed bag of talent 18 skaters two goalies with four 13 birth years who pull their weight and a handful of 14s that can do the same in a mon- menagerie of first year players and parents who most definitely bit off more than they can chew i've offered extra skills of sessions of skills video dry land and the usual suspects have brought in Newbies are extremely overwhelmed, but also the ones holding the pitchforks as we've started the year with eight losses in one tie. I can see glimmers of development, but cannot get these families to invest. The better players are growing disgruntled, too, as there's no consistency with their teammates and linemates. We truly have a room divided. Any suggestions beyond holding on for dear life and praying for March would be greatly appreciated. Thanks, fellas. This is Lost in La La Land.
0: <laughs> uh, I mean, it's tough, right? Like, you've you, you, you been through it, and sometimes the group is going to buy in, and everybody's going to be really into it, and sometimes they're not. So,
1: yeah. I think this is a tough spot to be in right now.
0: It's a tough spot to be in, and there's, like, really no great answer, right? We're, we're, because you can't force people to do it.
1: I know, but you, like you know, so it's a it's a tier two team, right? Yeah. With but with eighteen skaters and two goals, so you're getting like the participation, right? That's a lot. A yeah, lot that's a, that, that's a lot of players. That's ten. Um, yeah, um, I'm just looking at, you know, ten and nine years old. I don't know. And like, if the parents really want to worry about like the score. And like the record, if you're doing some good stuff, I mean, you've coached, you know, for 16 years and, you know, you've been around the game for 32, but it's like, like if you're doing the right things and like they're getting better, like I went through this, like like we didn't have a great team, but like, you know, there's three kids from that, this same age group, like me, what you're talking about, like 10 years old that are going to play D1. Right. Right. So it's maybe like maybe
0: more eventually.
1: Yeah, you never know. I mean, there's there's three more
0: coming through. That yeah, you're right.
1: But but we didn't have a good team at that age. But they but were, were the parents things.
0: all bought in?
1: They did actually. Yes.
0: Right. So that's the hard part. If the parents and the kids yeah. aren't bought in, or aren't buying in, it 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 makes it that much more difficult, right? And those parents that you had kind of trusted you. and trusted that that process right knowing hey we might take some lumps and we're starting like again you're not even 10 games into the season and parents are like you know the world's collapsing but i did it at the you know 2003 level years ago right um you know the team that mike greer ended up eventually coaching with his son when he retired and like we were not a good team like they didn't win a game at the beginning of the season but the you know i met with the parents i kind of told them and this would be my suggestion like meet with the parents hey we're gonna take some lumps but like if everybody buys in and we have good participation in practice mm-hmm. and everybody shows up and is into it like video sessions things like that that wasn't even a thought in my mind at 10 years old uh with little kids but you run good practices you give them good drills you focus on the skill development at that age group by you know the next 10 games by game 20, like you're going to start to see results and it's yep. going to be little baby steps. You're going to get better and better. So um, I would start out with the parent meeting, let them know where they're at. They're 10 years old. Like you just said, Mott's like you get three, four, you know, you, you could have five or six kids that at 10 years old, like are going to eventually play division one hockey on a team that you said wasn't that great, but they, you know, worked hard and the parents were into it. Kids were into it and they wanted to get better and better. So like, that's, that would be my message to the parents. And it's very easy to sit up on the stands and talk negatively. And if you're going to be that type of parent, like I would address it with them and be like, I don't need it. I've been around this game for a long time. If you're going to be that negative parent, like we got 18 kids here on this team. Yeah. We're all set. Like you can go find somewhere else to play, pack your bags yeah, eat it, like I don't want you here, smell you later. yeah, right, like no But uh, it, if, it, if they're the parents, ten years old, you can play with ten kids, those eight kids like the the parents are idiots, and they don't get it. Here's your yeah. money back, bye-bye,
1: no, I agree with that, and but, you but
0: if you give them a good a, another opportunity, I'm not saying just like walk in there and start cutting people tomorrow, but
1: no i I would say that that is a good that's good advice for. Um, you know, any coach, but also for lost in La La Land. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you, you kind of like laid on the line. I don't right. know if it's, it, yeah, I'm sure it's a uh, club team, but, you know, start with the parent meeting. And like we talked about this a lot, you know, have the parents sit in the seats where the kids sit and like talk to them about the expectations that you care for about the kids. And then like, then you can talk about adult stuff, like, you know, hey, guys, like, this is what we're trying to accomplish, and, like, we can't have any negative, you know, feedback or, or say, like, talk if, you know, from the parents to the kid, if right. this is what we're trying to accomplish. Like, we want to bring this thing up in a positive light, and, you know, we're going to take our lumps, you know, we've already taken our lumps, we got a tie, you know,
0: we're, we're trending, you know, let's go. <laughs> You know what? It just reminded me. I was coaching a game this past weekend and there was one ref and the guy was hustling. He was doing a good job. And one of the parents, like you could tell it was the second game. And one of the parents on the other of the team started like yelling at the ref and and the ref literally like skated over. And he's like, if you want to jump out here and help out, like, come on, like, let's go. I clearly need the help. There's only one of me out here. So I can't cover basically the whole 200 foot sheet by myself. So, I'm gonna miss some calls. Like I loved it because like he said parent, it to the parent. He yelled it to the parent. It was great, and he was uh, like, not. He was probably like in his twenties. You know what I mean? But like, I was like, this is great because. And then parent like, what is he? No, you do your like, you're you're the ref, and it's like, like, hey, great comeback, jackass. You know what I mean? Like, oh, really? Yeah, it's like, hey, but the guy was spot on. He was literally the ref was like, hey, if you think like if if you want to throw on a sweater you can and come can help, out here me and help yeah. yeah i would love to help, and help. I, I i'd love it like there's supposed to be two of us doing this game and i'm the only one here so you're lucky that i even showed up was more or less his message um so it's like this reminds me of that too if like you have more on parents like hey anytime you want to step in run a few drills come out like i'd love to see you guys skate if you want to run a couple stations at practice Jump on out, and I guarantee that those parents that are holding the pitchforks, as as La La Land uh, described, are probably the guys that 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 have guys and girls that have no idea how to even skate, right? Yeah, no, no clue, no yeah. clue.
1: Yeah, so I, I just say uh, have a parent meeting in the locker room
0: and, yep. and see where it goes from there. Short answer.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's the long short.
0: Yeah, exactly. All right. One of the hottest things about traveling for hockey tournaments is deciding on a place to eat mots. It really is. But it's really a no-brainer. Colony Grill is home to the famous hot oil pizza and one-of-a-kind razor-thin crust. I love the crust. It's comfortable, friendly, and run by hockey people, so there's always a game on. If you're heading down I-95 in the Connecticut slash Westchester area, or if you're in Maryland, Virginia, or Florida, there's probably a Colony Grill close by. Bring the team in, Mott. Order it to the hotel or even pick it up. Uh, Pick up a steaming hot pie on the way to the rink. You'll agree Colony Grill lives up to the hot oil hype. To find your nearest location near the next rink you go to, colonygrill.com and uh mots i've said it to you before this is my spot yeah we gotta get down there
1: i know we should do a live uh show from a colony grill oh yeah like westchester stanford like you know we we can do you know stanford it's like there's definitely opportunities like get in there because i had that one um you know the hot oil you know Bro, is like I, i'm telling you that it, but i love the thin crust all right so i'm a bot i grew up with ba, um style pizza right yeah 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 yep, you know, that, yep. that's what we did you know yes. like, but the hot oil pizza one of a kind razor thin, thin crust like i'm like i'm like hey you know what i could be turned i could be turned and next this thing is you know, a perfect combo dude I, it, it's an it's unbelievable combo, combo. That, that's what i was gonna say it's like you know like you combining my you know old school like upbringing of pizza and what i thought the best pizza was to you know new school um you know getting this unbelievable uh hot oil with the thin crust like like i haven't i've never seen it before
0: by the way and i'm trying to watch what i eat so sometimes i go with the salad pizza too yeah whatever i do and it's unbelievable from (laughs) really unbelievable salad pizza they're, yeah, I'm I haven't, you.
1: I haven't had that, but uh, you, you went salad pizza trying to look look after your figure, yeah. Hey,
0: you know, I, <laughs> I whatever works for you, yeah, whatever works, whatever works. <laughs> uh, no, Colony Grill, it's great to have them on board next time you're uh, you're heading down 95. Hit them up and uh, make sure you tell them the rink shrink sent you when you're ordering about 20 pies for the team, yeah. Uh, but you can
1: check out ColonyGrill.com as well, like if you're in the area and just. Do it to-go
0: order uh, on the website. There you go. Uh, All right. Hey, Shrinks, I apologize if this is a little long. I did my best to keep it short. Okay. Mm -hmm. Pre-warning. Been a listener since episode one, but I'm a little behind on the episodes. I don't have kids of my own either, but love the messages you guys try to promote. I just listened to the mailbag from July 14th. Uh, A story slash question really stood out to me about, A PEH player who loves the game, but maybe wasn't getting a shot at those higher skilled teams. Parent was wondering when to cut ties and move on from hockey. I was actually reminded of myself in the story. I loved the game, but was a little smaller and would often get overlooked for AA and AAA teams. Peaked at being a solid A-level player if there is such a thing. Uh, But I loved the game, so my parents kept me in it and let me enjoy doing what I loved. I never went anywhere as a player, but because of the skills I learned, I was able to find a spot in the game as an official after my playing days came to an end. In my small town, I was officiating junior B by the time I was 16 uh, while I was still playing midgets. When I went to university in a larger city, I got a shot working major junior in Western Canada. I've moved from officiating since... And starting a career in broadcasting and hope to stay connected with hockey in that way now. Um, I think it's important for parents and kids to know the goals and dreams may not always be fulfilled as a player. Fostering the love of the game and getting better every day can still take you to high levels of hockey. I know as a player, I could have never got a sniff at Junior B, let alone the Western League. Being a referee helped me achieve those dreams. I hope that hockey dad is still listening. But regardless of what level uh, a kid is playing, let them have fun and work on their skills. The love could bloom into other rules within uh, other roles. I'm sorry within the sport, coaching, refing, being a future hockey parent, etc. Thank you for taking the time. Uh, I wish he left his name. That was a great message. It
1: was awesome. Like I, I, that's like real. Like it's not even a question. It's nothing. It's just really just some feedback on what you know, his path was uh, to stay in the game. And, you know, and again, you, you're going from, you know, not making, you know, triple-A, double-A teams. <laughs> so he was a solid single-A player. Like, right. you know, if there's such Honest, a Honest, if yeah, there's no, such a thing. No, but, like, you know, staying in the game. And, like, we talk about hockey as being, like, such a great community. And, like, you know, a lot of parents and, and kids get, like, over their skis a little bit about just, like, wanting too much, for the wrong reasons and so this this uh mailbag this you know kind of email was like really really good i i really appreciate i wish you know we, we could probably go back and get his uh his email and like send him a thank you but you know at the at the end of it it's like you have someone who wasn't the best player but wanted to stay in the game because he loved the game mm-hmm. you know got into it you know officiating and roughing and you know, who wants to get into broadcasting now. And like this, like I'm seeing it, there's so much that you can do outside of playing to stay in the game. And that's right. the, the fun part of, uh, you know, kind of outside of playing the actual game, but th- this well, you was, talked
0: about it too, with just even doing the broadcasting with correct. the BC games and stuff like that's uh, it, 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 you know, not everybody's going to be doing that. Right. But, um, it's phenomenal, especially with all the jobs now, whether it's in the front office or the analytics department, mm-hmm. um, you know, potential scouting. Like, you know, we had Dan Muse on a long time ago, right? And, like, he self-admitted wasn't the best hockey player. Like, now he's an assistant coach for the New York Rangers. Right. Um, you know, after coaching in Nashville and coached at the, the U.S. Under-18 program, and, he, he you know, he could end up being an NHL head coach someday just because of his, his love of the game. And, like, he realistically – was a solid A player like this guy, right? So, yep. um, you know, you uh, love it, the game, yeah. right? No, but, like,
1: the, the thing is, like, if you love the game, and this is what email or X, I don't know, <laughs> what, what do you call them here? Like, yeah. but I'm going to find out because this was, like, really important for parents and, uh, you know, kids to hear, you know, because, yeah. like, you don't have to be the best player to stay in the game for as
0: long as you can. Right. Great message. Great message. Yeah. Um So Mar- this mi- – Oh, go ahead. Yeah. No, no, no. I was going to say, why don't you take this Sparks uh, app oh, yeah, yeah. here? I get Perfect. It.
1: This mailbag was also brought to you by Sparks. Sparks, the at-home or on-the-road skate sharpening machine. Head on over to SparksHockey.com and use BYMOS for $50 off your Sparks sharpener. Sparks is the at-home sh- skate sharpening machine that will never fail. Sparks is the gift that keeps on giving for hockey players and parents. It's convenient, easy to use, and will save you money in the long run. With Sparks, you get an accurate sharpening every single time. Again, head on over to SparksHockey.com and order your machine today.
0: I got a confession to make. What do you got? So we're in the semifinals um, this past weekend on Sunday, and I noticed a couple kids, like, you know, they've played five games. right, this is game number five of the weekend. Some kids are staying in hotels. Some kids aren't. Um, but you know how it is. They're 12 years old. Maybe they just stepped on something and lost an edge. But I'm like, oh, dude, so I got the stone out. And you're just trying to help people out, right? In between games, first of all, the pro shop wasn't open.
1: Were you at Chainsboro?
0: Yeah, pro shop wasn't open. Unacceptable and for a
1: tournament weekend.
0: Unacceptable. Snack bar was open, though. Phenomenal. So that wasn't open nearest play whatever there was a skate shopping place that was like a half hour away basically they kids on my team and there was like five of them that like you could noticeably see i'm like oh boy this kid needs his wheels done so my confession was i screwed up and didn't have my Spox machine with me in the truck faux pas you know yeah like,
1: that, that that's a big wrong, that's a wrong. yeah i, I just
0: coach I screwed up a little
1: French propa. That 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 means it's just like it's okay. not acceptable. Yeah. Like,
0: All right. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I think I, you I, messed I, up. Okay. Yeah. And I'm 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 owning it. I know, right? But like, but yeah. if I had my Spox machine in the truck, I could have plugged it in, and <laughs> helped the boys kids out. Help the boys out, and I didn't. So that's on me as a coach. Luckily, um, we adapted and overcame. Adapted, and, and
1: overcame, one and won a
0: chip. Yeah, no yeah, that's good. So I just want a confession: if I had my Spox machine, <laughs> we wouldn't have dealt with these issues. I'm never making the mistake again.
1: All, All right. right, well, that, that's good to know. Right. But make sure you use by Mots for fifty dollars off your Spox sharpener. All
0: right, ding, 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 ding. My Hockey Rankings question of the week: myhockeyrankings.com, uh, where you can see where your team, little Johnny's team, stacks up against the rest each week. Uh, those rankings come out every Wednesday. Uh, what is it like matching up against a team that eliminated you from the playoffs the previous year for the first time the next season? Good question. And this is tied around, I guess, the old Bruins-Panthers Panthers. matchup. Yeah, uh, like we, we
1: don't know who is uh winning or losing as we no,
0: record. We don't. But
1: I would say, I mean, I lived it a couple times and – Mm -hmm. that there is definitely, you know, so even though there's turnover of, like, roster and personnel, yeah, if you're still there, then, yes, you take it personal, and you want to do, you know, if someone ends your season, you, you want to do whatever it takes. I don't care if it's just one of 82. No, they ended their season, so you're going to make sure that you put a little extra effort in to that first matchup after um, in the regular season. Right.
0: Um, I'll that's take my, it.
1: That's my opinion.
0: Because I, def- I lived it. <laughs> right. I was going to say, I definitely would agree with you. I think most teams, especially at the NHL level, right, you're going to come out with a little bit of piss and vinegar, right, and be like pissed off saying, hey, we owe these guys, right? Um, I will say this, right, and I'll, I'll, I'll reword the question a little bit. How about – a team in a tournament that you beat maybe in like, I'm sorry, lose to in the like pl- preliminary rounds. And now you end up playing them in like an elimination game. I, think it's always that? tough
1: to, it's always tough to beat a team twice in it my is. opinion. It is. In, in tournament play. So if you do get beat, like you're hungry to come back. Right. But yeah. if you do beat that team, then you have to accelerate your mental preparation, your, your, Attention to detail because you know you're gonna get their best game, so yeah. I, it, it always like provides for a very good game, like mm-hmm. either way, you know. Right. Um, but as the winning team going into that second matchup, you have to be better, right? Right? You have to like just you know prepare a little bit more, like just you know dial in and like maybe just manage pucks a little bit more, like depending on the age level, it's like. But like I remember like having to beat teams multiple times through a hockey tournament and it's mm-hmm. tough that second time like yeah. very tough
0: no it sometimes
1: is. it doesn't happen because they've so more so much more motivated like just like those little belly like fights like on the ice like the 50 50s you know
0: yep
1: um so yeah that's a I like that you you put it on to that because um that is a real uh situation that happens consistently uh, weekend after weekend.
0: Yeah. No, it definitely does. It's, it, you know, and you see it so much even now, right? Like I, I was thinking youth hockey level, but um, even at the college level, right? Those home and home type series. Mm-hmm. And it's like, all right, if you lose the first one, like it's that much more motivating to win game two or you know, whatever, like, but, but, I think it's a great question. Um, you know, not only for like if a team eliminated you the season before, but then also on a weekend, right? Like, you, you, great point. Like, you have to, if you won, you have to elevate your game even more, right? Because you know that that team is saying like, oh, that was a fluke, or we gotta really come out. Oh, the, yeah, they're just gonna be motivated, gonna, yeah. right? And these guys are gonna take us lightly, right? Um, which it might if not you be do, saying it.
1: But, like, that, that's just, like, natural yeah. kind of, like, yeah, reaction, yeah. human but some reaction. some coaches
0: are better going to say it. You know, like, uh, oh, these guys are going to take you lightly, you beat, or whatever.
1: Yeah, you know? I mean, like, you know, it's a mental warfare that goes on within a locker room. Like, even from coach to players and, you know, even across the way. But, like, I would say no. Like, I just absolutely, you win, it's very difficult to sweep. Right. Let's just say in that college setting.
0: Yeah. In, a, in
1: a youth tournament, like you you play, like, you know, say you're getting four or five games on a weekend, like, you know, if it's like two in a day or whatever, and then you play a team and like they're going to come back more motivated to try and beat you. So 100%. it's like, yeah, it's so much more difficult to beat them the second time. So, yeah, 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 you know, it, it just, you know, kind of amplifies as you get, you know, older and like, you know, you get to the NCAA and then even to the pro level. It's tough, you know, in the playoffs to be. Teams back to back, you know,
0: right? No, absolutely. Um, speaking of back to back, before we go, what, 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 where are you at with the World Series? Oh, man,
1: good so, question!
0: So, good questions, by the way, for my hockey rankings questions of the week. Um, that was great, but where were you at with the World Series? So, so we're it's one, one, right? Yeah, it's
1: one, one. Um, Arizona blew uh texas out last night um it's so interesting because i actually fell asleep the first thing like ryan and i were no, i like, fell
0: asleep watching
1: a baseball game no way <laughs> no but like i was so pumped to like be like oh, yeah let's get going and then i love cory siega like he I, he's like a rootable guy like i don't know him personally but like i like his demeanor i like how he carries himself i like his game And he went, yeah, to tie it up. I was like, oh, this is awesome. So I'm like pumped. you know. So Ryan and I are watching the game. And then uh, I just kind of like nod off. And I'm like, I don't want to sleep out here. You know, we're out in the garage. Mm -hmm. And uh, next thing you know, I wake up with my work boots on up over the corner of the couch, like fully (laughs) dressed at like 530 in the morning. I'm like, oh, I did it again yeah you know? <laughs> so I missed it so I had to like uh go to like MLB uh, network and right see right. see what happened so that was game one but then uh you know we watched a little bit of uh, yesterday's game and it was um uh 9 one I believe was the final right yeah yeah so but, uh a one one going back to uh AZ uh easy and you know the ball uh yeah I, I just think that they're they're both competitive teams are going to, you know, kind of figure it out. But uh, you, you watch the uh, the small ball. Small ball is huge. You know, the long ball is the long ball, right? That's what won it for Texas. But yep. small ball, I think Arizona has the, uh, the edge with some speed and some defense. So we'll see what happens. I'm pumped to watch it, though.
0: Um, Arizona – it's kind of a rootable. That was, you know, obviously a very sad story. But the the GM there, Mike Hazen, whose wife passed away, I, I was reading a story about uh, him, and obviously, you know, four boys, the kids threw out the first pitch of, uh, you know, I think it was the um, divisional series, like the, yes. the game seven or whatever. Yep. Um uh, But you know, rootable story. Obviously, get some local ties having. Yeah. A uh,
1: yep, covered. Yeah everything yeah
0: yeah yeah. so um you know that's that's like rootable story but i obviously not having any like real interest in it uh that's something that caught my eye and best of luck to the d-backs speaking of halloween the randy johnson costume did you see a picture of that i haven't seen it no dude this guy (laughs) randy johnson costume right Obviously him, he's got the D backs jersey, 51, big lanky lefty. His date was a was a like a girl wearing a dead bird cast uh costume. No, oh, I mean that's like that that's old school. Dude, I was dying you had to go to court for that, by the way. Randy
1: Johnson did? Yeah, because he killed a bird like with like a foreign object or whatever. It was like ridiculous. But like he was yeah, trying to do it? I know that that's like one of the craziest
0: things I've seen in sport. Well, at least Randy's you know, getting some love on the on the back end here, and people are dressing up as them as Halloween costumes. <laughs> I saw, her, I was dying laughing. I'm like, I'm like, oh, Randy Johnson. Then I couldn't figure out who the um, you know, like I just figured it was, he was his doing. date, and then yeah. I I read the caption. It was like the the bird, uh, and you know, and then obviously I noticed the feathers and and all that stuff. Yeah, really he's strange.
1: a former Montreal Expo. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey, the the Expos had. A wagon at times. Uh, one of the last times that they they had a team, right. Pedro. I mean, like, they just got picked out. Of Vladdy Guerrero. Gosh. So well, like I no love some baseball. Vladdy. That can
0: get back into uh, Mariel. I know. I didn't know what Randy Johnson played there. Yeah, he did. Mm. Hell of a career. He was scary, man. I really,
1: but, I, meant, I might be. I might be wrong. I don't actually Are you? Oh, we might have to fact check that. Hold but, on. Yeah, let's look it up right now. Hold on. Oh, we actually Alan. Did, did Randy Johnson play for the expos? Johnson did. Yeah,
0: exactly. All right. <laughs> but, I was gonna I, say because I'm like, I don't remember him there. I remember you know, I,
1: him. I uh, my memory is pretty good, but like I just I kind of got like uh fuzzy there for a second, but
0: yeah, hey, that was a good call. Yeah. You could have won one of those uh, baseball Sudoku things.
1: (laughs) Yeah. You know, those are pretty cool with the hockey.
0: Yeah. 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 Uh, All right. All right. Great, great, uh, great questions for the mailbag this week. We appreciate everybody reaching out. Keep those things coming in. I know it's uh, that time of year where the the mailbag really gets filled up and we try to get to as many of them as we can. But thank you. And um, this show is sponsored by Bet Online. And it is time to cue the rink shrink shuffle jersey.